0: All right.
1: How you doing, everybody? Casey Ryan here again for another episode of The Cutting Room Floor, a little podcast that I started to showcase indie entertainers and creative types from all walks. So I like to say if you've got a story to tell or project to sell and I want to hear from you. Uh, the easiest way to get a hold of me is on Twitter. You can ask anybody that knows me. I'm on there all the time at Cutting Room MRB. Uh, or you can hit me up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cutting Room MRB. Or shoot me an email with your feedback, good, bad, or ugly. If you want to be on the show, let me know what you're thinking, and I'm happy to help you get the stories out there the best way that I can. Cutting Room at gmail.com is the way to get a hold of me there. Uh, so, quick little thank you, as we do at the top of the show, to, uh, to Tracy McCormick from LifeFinder Finder uh, PR. Uh, Tracy's been a valuable friend to the show for the last several years and has set me up on lots of interviews over the course of this time. Uh, and the latest of which is uh, the next two interviews that I'm actually going to be doing over the course of the next two weeks. Uh, and today I've got Jerry Sargent on. Uh, so again, thank you very much to Tracy for all of her continued support and friendship. I mean, you know, It means a lot uh, in terms of being able to keep the show going. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, so, just to give you some background on my guest today, uh, Jerry Sargent is here. Uh, Jerry's also known as the facilitator, uh, one of the nicknames that he operates under. He's the uh, the founder of Star Magic Healing. Uh, he's a motivational speaker and a best-selling author. And he's known uh, for creating uh, rapid shifts within people in terms of their mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual plans. Uh, and he's also the creator of Planets, which is a meditation library and a uh, bunch of other things, too. So uh, he joins us on his show to talk about all the great work that he's doing. Uh, so for the first time, and it's always great to have new people on his show. The Coming room fuller proudly welcomes uh, from the UK, uh, Jerry Sargent is with us. Uh, Jerry, how are you? I'm great, Casey. How are you? Thank you for having me. Uh, so the first question that I always have for everybody when they're new here is just a bit of an icebreaker. Uh, did I get all of your bio information right or is there anything that you'd like to uh, to add or modify or anything along those lines? No, right?
2: I mean, uh, it's pretty much that. The the hill, that's what I do. Yeah.
1: OK, great. Great. Um, so I, I, I'm just kind of curious. I, I didn't really know where I was going to go with this conversation because there's a lot of ground to cover. I mean, I was doing my my homework on you, uh, but I, I was reading a little bit more about your your bio there, and and I understand that your your start in terms of of you know this is a career path and and uh, a practice like great, many great stories uh, came from a, a sort of a bit of a tragedy in your in your family. Is that right?
2: Um, it wasn't so much of a tragedy in my family, but there was a tragedy involved. Um, I mean, this path that I'm on, I've been on for around 14 years, this, this spiritual path diving into my heart and trying to uncover more of who I am. And, um, it started with a car crash, which did lead to a fatality. Um, I was in Romania with my ex-wife and children and, um, the taxi that I was in, ran three ladies over. I was actually asleep in, in the passenger seat. My ex-wife and kids were in the back and it was early in the morning. Um, I've just woke up. I heard the lad crash. There was a bang. The car's swaying from side to side. And um, I, I woke up and remember thinking to myself, you know, we're in a bad accident. We're either going to hit the oncoming traffic or we over. And then all of a sudden the car came to a stop. I looked at the taxi driver. He was petrified, looked in the back. Um, our daughter, Alaya, she was underneath the driver's seat. Uh, Laura had Josh our son in her arms and both their mouths are full of glass and I looked in front of me and there was a hole in the windscreen and um, you know there was there was nothing else on the road uh, my my fate there was blood running down my face but it wasn't my blood it was just a weird situation so I've got out of the car looked up the road about about 30 meters back up the road and there were two ladies lying on the side of the road I looked about another 150 yards and there was what looked like a dead body and these three ladies were crossing the road in the morning the first one got hit clean on, she came through the windscreen, smashed me in the face, got flipped up over the car and died. Second one had her ankles cut off and the third one was physically okay. And when I, when I got out of the car and walked up the road to what looked like the dead body, I actually saw the lady's soul um, hovering above and I'd never seen anything like it in my life. And I was shaking my head and it wouldn't go and I got closer and closer and then it kind of just disappeared you know, off into the ether. And I remember looking up to the heavens, looking back down at the lady's body. And it was like someone had taken an old car to the scrap heap. And I kind of saw what happens, you know, firsthand after death. And I remember looking up and thinking, uh saying thank you and thinking, I want a whiskey and a cigarette, which seems a little bit weird, but it felt like a really momentous occasion in my, in my life. It was like, something to celebrate because I, I, I it was I woke up it was like the universe smacking me around the face and saying come on Jerry you know wake up you know there's more to life than, than what you're doing at the moment I mean up until this this point I was a criminal I was smuggling drugs and guns for a living so this completely changed my life
1: well and, and it hasn't been jarring for you for you to see a I mean would, would you call it an apparition or or you know never having seen anything like that before. I mean, it must have been, um, I know I would have been scared, you know, silly, uh, you know, seeing something like that. Well,
2: I, I was walking towards it and I was looking at it and it was like this transparent, like I could, it, it was, we're on, we were on an old country road and I could see the country road through this kind of energy source. And it was, it wasn't the shape of a body, but it was long and thin like a body. It was kind of, you know, just this, this loose energy and okay. um, right. I got closer and closer and, you know, I'm shaking, I'm closing my eyes, then shaking my head, then opening, I'm expecting it not to be there anymore. And it was still there. And like, like deep down inside of myself, I knew that it was, you know, something spiritual, but, you know, I'd never, ever in my, in my life been exposed to anything like this. So I was in complete denial. And if up until this point in my life, if someone had come up to me and said, you know, Jerry... Um, you know, God, spirit, the universe, extraterrestrial, anything beyond this physical world. I would have laughed at them and thought they were completely, completely and utterly wacky. So, you know, this was a, it was a, you know, I couldn't deny this because i was seeing it with my, with my own eye. It wasn't like with my mind's eye. It was in my head. This was really there. And when you see something like that, there's no going back. It's, you, you, you kind of cross the line.
1: Now, now, do you subscribe to to a particular school of, of mythology in terms of your your craft, uh, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, Egyptian or Incan or, or Greek? I, I guess, do you, do you gravitate towards a particular discipline or I, I don't even classification of mythology? I, I'm speaking from a position of relative ignorance myself. But. No, it's, it's, a,
2: it's a really good question, you know, uh, Casey. Um... I've never been trained in any kind of healing modalities. So um I've never kind of I like Reiki, <clears throat> quantum healing. There's there's hundreds of them out there. And I've never been trained, but I was kind of thrust into into this journey. Like to, to continue on what happened after this car crash, I suppose is the best thing to do because it kind of explains it answers All right. your question. All right. Um a, a few months after the car accident. I, um, my, my, my ex-wife had a headache, a bad migraine. She was lying on the bed. And for some reason, I just thought I could take it out of her head. I don't know why I thought that, but I did. So I've gone over and I've looked at her and I saw inside her head and I saw this green energy and I just grabbed it. I reached into her head, grabbed it and pulled it out. And, and she got up off the bed like she didn't have a headache. And I was like, wow, that's a little bit weird, you know? And then um, a few months later, we ended up emigrating to, to New Zealand. And um, things just started going into overdrive. A friend of mine had a, a serious car accident. She was in French a hospital in England. The, the gear stick had gone through her leg, all her ribs are broken, so her legs smashed up. And um, the doctors had said to her, you, know, you may never walk again, you're probably gonna be in hospital for at least a year. And her partner phoned up and asked if I could help. And I was like, well, how am I gonna help? I'm in New Zealand. You know, she's in Bristol, in England. But my intuition said, right, Jerry, just go and lie down on the bed get some crystals and put them on your chakras and um, so that's what I did and then all of a sudden I was inside a hospital room and all of this light started pouring out of my hands And I just knew what to do I started putting her body back together and I did this every day for a couple of weeks and she walked out of hospital with the use of Zimmer frame in 12 weeks and the doctors were, were kind of flabbergasted and I was thinking to myself did I do something didn't I do something you know is this just, just my crazy imagination and then when she came out of hospital, she phoned me up and she said, Jerry, I woke up one night looked at the side of my bed and said, what are you doing here? You know, she saw me in a hospital room, but I was the other side of the world. So I started thinking to myself, you know, wh- where you described me in your hospital room was exactly where I'd imagined myself. So this imagination stuff, there must be there must be more to it than than what I was taught. Was taught imagination was at school. So. This happened and then around the same sort of time, I met an old guy, he taught me how to meditate and he used to have a pyramid in his garden, a copper pyramid. So I used to go there um, and meditate every day. And uh, one day I was there meditating and a little space pod, as crazy as it sounds, uh, landed in the garden and there was a blue extraterrestrial being inside of it. So I brought my light out of my body, which someone had taught me to do. Went and got in this craft we flew through a tunnel of light and we ended up after about four, or five seconds coming out of the other side of the tunnel and we were above a planet and there was beach, there was water, there was sand. And I've got out of this little space pod, walked up the beach and there were about 200 of these blue beings. And I knew lots of information. I knew that I was on Alpha Centauri. I'd never even heard of it. I knew these beings were from Lyra. I'd never even heard of uh, Lyra and Star System, but all of this information started coming to me. And these blue beings, they hugged me. And when they hugged me, the love that, that, that I felt was just overwhelming. It was just, it was just beyond anything that I can describe in words. And I felt like I was home. It really felt like I was home. And then these blue beings, they took me um, up the beach and through this like wood or forest and into this building that was made of light. And when I got inside, I met this really ancient elder and, and it got me to kneel down on the floor. And all of this orange uh, light started pouring into my crown chakra and it had geometrical code inside of it. So this lasted for a little while. And when it finished, they picked me up and they frog marched me back to the space pod, put me inside. We flew back through the tunnel, back into the garden and I was back in my meditation. And then about two years later, I started seeing all of this geometrical code in the empty space. And, And my guides were saying to me, Jerry, you need to meditate more. And I was like, okay, so I was getting up every morning with my son and um, we were going into these ancient mystery schools, pyramids in our meditation. And we went every day for nine months for two hours. And we were sat in these classrooms at these little wooden desks. And there was a a, a man, a being at the front of this um, this classroom. And he was opening up these ancient scrolls. And on the scrolls were, the, were, were symbols. And it was the same symbols that came down into my head in the orange download of light on the planet. And also the same symbols that I was seeing in the empty space. And, and, and this guy was showing us how to use these symbols to heal people. And it, it was a kind of a cross of like Egyptian, extraterrestrial, some kind of mesh of, of I don't know, knowledge and wisdom. And we went, as I said, for, for nine months and then people started coming into my life that needed healing. And I was like, let me just see if this stuff works. And I, and I was trying it and it was working. And, um, and it kept working. So I, I thought to myself, you know, maybe I can turn this into a business. So I, I ended up going to a local mind, body, spirit festival. And um, I, I, I got a stand and I said that I was a spiritual healer and I was offering everybody um, the chance to enter a competition. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm giving away like three um, healings. Put your name down. So about 70 people put their name down. and I phoned every single one of them and said, you've won. because I just wanted to practice. So I practiced on all these 70 people and, and, and there were some amazing things happened. So I ended up going to these people's houses and getting like video them. And that, that gave me the confidence to start the business. And then Star Magic was born about four years ago. and um, yeah, and, and it's just grown from strength to strength ever since.
1: So, uh, I mean, you, you've covered a lot of different elements here, and I, I just want to make sure that I kind of, you know, pick these things off one at a time, if I may, if I may just to make sure that I uh, that I get it all. Um, now, I mean, the, the, the first thing that, that I would ask you is, like, I, I could see the... Speaking as an outsider, I could, I could see how, how this would benefit somebody emotionally or mentally, right? Because everybody needs to believe in something, as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, you know, in terms of everybody's belief systems, that's, you know, a very personal choice. But um, I, I guess how can you, uh, I, I don't know what the right word is that I'm looking for here, rationalize or, or explain. Um, Taking what you do, which is, you know, an intangible thing by by any interpretation uh, and translating it into the healing of something that, that's fundamentally physical, like a broken bone. Yes.
2: Awesome question. So if you look at um, every atom, it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent space. OK, and, 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 and the space all around us, OK, is full of energy. So the empty space isn't really empty, and when okay. you tap in, uh, when you tap into the field, and you tap into this energy, you realise that this energy is geometrical. It's mathematical, and um, everything. If you if you if you look into a glass bottle, um, a book, a laptop, everything is geometrical when you go into the energetic side of it. So. If you were to look at someone that had, let's say, a broken bone, like you just said, I mean, let's say it's, it's that the, the left arm is broken, there would be something that created that broken left arm. Now, the body is a communication device. The arms mean they're to do with holding on, the liver is to do with guilt, it's to do with anger, the kidneys to do with fear and flow, um, the heart is to do with love, like all, all different body parts mean something. So what we need to do if we want to heal that broken bone or that cancerous tumor we need to find the information stream that is creating it so and that information stream is going to come from a trauma so if someone has a bad liver for example that there's something to do with guilt and anger so at some point either in their childhood or their teenage years or their adulthood or maybe a past life or a parallel reality um, because everything's quantum there's not really no future and past everything's in the quantum field, it's all past, present and future merged into one uh, one space. So what we need to do is we need to find in the quantum fields, the, the, the parallel reality, the past life, the traumatic event that is creating the physical symptom. So what I do is I I, I I tap into those invisible spaces and find the information stream. Now I, I I'll, I'll give you a good analogy. Imagine you've got a laptop, okay? You're looking at the laptop, you're looking at a website on the laptop, and the website is yellow, and you want to change that 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 yellow website to a green website. You go into the back end of the system and you change the code, and then. Once you've changed the code, it changes from yellow to green or orange to blue or whatever you've decided you want to change it to. So what I do is I go into the back end of someone's biological computer, which is their brain and their body. And I find the code, the geometrical data in the quantum field that is creating those symptoms. And I change it. Once I change it in the back end, the physical symptoms clear up in the front end. That's the easiest way to describe it.
1: Is that what you're referring to? And uh, I've noticed in a couple of different places on your your website and in some of the literature that I've read about you is, is is that what you're uh, referring to when you talk about the concept of a karmic blueprint? The, the what? Sorry about the uh, there, there. was something about a karmic blueprint.
2: Oh, karmic blueprint. Sorry, I didn't hear the word karmic. So yeah, yeah I mean that that is one one kind of way of of of, of um looking at it or understanding it you know we i don't really like i mean the word karmic is on the website i don't really like to use that word too much anymore um, because we're we're really we're we're really kind of looking at this in terms of energy So, so, so someone could say okay i've got a karmic blueprint so In this lifetime or earlier in my childhood, I did something that was was low vibration or it was negative. I harmed someone. I hurt someone. So I've done something quite bad. So I've actually created some karma in my life. So that's going to come back and bite me in my butt later on. And, And that is one way of looking at it. But actually, really, what is happening, there's no good and bad. Okay, there's just energy and whatever kind of energy you put out, it kind of finds you again we're really looking at this in terms of cause and effect so if you put out some kind of cause it's going to have some kind of effect it's going to have a ripple through the cosmic fabric it's just energy and that wave is going to flow out into the universe and everything's connected so somewhere on your travels it's going to come around and 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 hit you again now it doesn't mean that you've been a bad person it just means that you've done something that you know, was on a certain vibration and that same vibration is coming back into your space. So what we do is we go in and we just shift whatever that cause was, whatever that trigger point was. And sometimes it could be multiple things like someone maybe having seven or eight parallel realities that are all affecting this one physical symptom in this life right now. So we've got to go and change all of them. So we're changing timelines, changing realities and creating an environment where this this trigger doesn't exist anymore. So we're, we're, it's like if you've got a hard drive on a computer, if your laptop's plugged into a hard drive, it can, only, it can only download the information that's on that hard drive. So if I unplug it and plug in a new hard drive, the, the, the laptop's only gonna be able to download that new data. And that's exactly what we're doing with healing. You know, if someone had a, you know, an experience that's creating a physical symptom now, we unplug them from that experience because we live in a hologram, we live in a matrix. It's just energy, it's frequency, it's code. So everything can be changed, shifted, moved, transformed. You've just got to know how to do it and decide to do it.
1: Okay, you still there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, I'm sorry. We had a bit of feedback there. So I just wanted to make sure we were still alive. Um, now, just in terms of, you know, for the purposes of your own practice, uh, is there a distinction? And if so, what is it? uh between faith as a construct and trust as a construct. Yeah, good
2: question. <laughs> so I mean where, 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 when you have faith, okay, you're having faith in something that you want to happen or believe is going to happen, etc, etc So you're kind of putting your faith in something, that is in the future that hasn't actually happened yet, but you you kind of really believe it's going to, and you want it to. Right. So I would say that is faith for me. Trust. Trust comes from a different perspective because tr- trust is when you know something. Um, when you have faith, you're believing in something, and there's a big, big difference between trust. Uh, sorry, between uh, belief and knowing. So. I would say to every single human being on this planet, do not believe in anything. Don't even believe in yourself because you can, you can trump believing by knowing if you look at any belief system and you analyze it, it's going to, it's it's, going to be based on thoughts. Okay. And thoughts constructs. If you look at any thoughts and you trace it back to its origin, it's probably going to come from another thought. And if you keep tracing those thoughts back, they're going to eventually end up on one of three things: time, distance, or measurement. time, distance, and measurement are all illusory. In the quantum field, there is no space and no time. So, what we want to do is to transcend belief systems and transcend faith, and actually come into a place of unshakable knowing. And when you come into that space of unshakable knowing, you know who you are. You're completely and utterly defined by your own knowing that. You're just this undefinable, uh, immeasurable, powerful beyond measure being. Whether you wanna call yourself a spiritual being or an extraterrestrial being from the stars, you are just one powerful, powerful being. And when you kind of get to that space where you know this, you trust in everything because there's nothing that you can't handle. And it doesn't matter whether you go left, right, up, down, forwards, backwards, you know who you are. And nothing can can defeat you. Nothing can overcome you. Nothing can beat you down because you're so solid in your own knowing that you become a, a major force of nature, a force to be reckoned with in a positive way. And that kind of it is way different from from having faith in something that you believe may or may not happen.
1: You know, now, it's a gamble. Uh, now, now in terms of the. Uh... I mean, you, you know the the, uh, the you touch on the salient point there Jerry in in terms of uh, you know questioning everything, right um, in your view or you know based on your own experience, uh, are, are there any risks associated with your uh, you know with your method of treatment and and uh, I guess are there ever any situations where you're worried about misaligning things or, or misinterpreting signals that you're getting anywhere along the way. And if so, how do you, how do you address those when they come up? Yeah.
2: I mean, what, 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 what when you, um, when, 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 when I go into a healing session or when I'm training anyone, cause we, 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 travel the world training people in this kind of methodology, which isn't really a methodology because every time you go into a healing session, it's like playing a computer game. So right. with, with, with some modalities, like you know you you might think well this person's got a brain tumor so i'm going to work on this chakra i'm going to use these symbols i'm going to do this we don't work like that in star magic the first thing that i say and and ask whenever i go into a healing session i open my heart i I kind of center myself and i ask please show me something i don't know to help me facilitate the healing of this incredible human being and then what happens open myself up to an infinite field of possibilities and information And and then the universe starts to show me things and then I start to play with the information that I'm shown instead of thinking it's a method I'm going to go in and I'm going to fix this. I just I wait for the universe to present to me um, the way that I should actually heal this situation or facilitate the healing of this situation. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, it that, that makes sense to yeah, uh, as much as it can to somebody to somebody like me, like I said, who who is a bit on the outside. But uh, yeah, I mean, you've articulated that well. So um, now I'm, I'm kind of curious in, in terms of the the era of of, uh, of the pandemic that we're facing. I mean, this is unlike anything anybody's ever really seen. Um, uh, do you have the capability to, to run these kinds of sessions remotely or, or is this kind of a process by which that necessitates at least some point that you're going to have to be face-to-face with the person?
2: Everything we do is remotely. Um, everything you do. Okay. Right. Everything, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've removed, you know, tumors. Um, we've healed bones. We've healed eyesight. I mean, you name it. We try, jamming, analgia, fibromyalgia. I mean, every single you know disease under the sun has, has been worked on and and, and healed um, by star magic at distance. The only time oh, really? that we work, okay. yeah, is when um, when we're at like a spiritual exhibition and we're doing demonstrations, or I'm at a training and I'm showing people how to heal. Um, other than that, everything is is done remotely.
1: Um, now in terms of the, the training services that you do offer I, I, I guess what, what are some of the quality what are some of the um, characteristics that you look for in a candidate that, that is uh, seeking to become a trainer I, I guess you know what are some of the things that you look for to say that, okay this would you know this person would be a good candidate for uh, for a position you know like yours you know i don't look for anything i'll be completely
2: honest with you brother okay um we've trained what we've trained lawyers we've trained nurses we've trained firemen dustmen we've trained athletes we've trained students we've trained kids as young as eight up to to, to people in their 90s so anyone can do this and you know i mean i used to smuggle drugs for a living and if i can be a you know a, a criminal and then change my life around and, and, and be a complete non-believer and a non-knower and someone that thinks all of this stuff is complete and ludicrous and madness and, you know, for crazy people. And, and now I travel the world sharing this information. Anyone can do it. And, and, and I've seen people come into our workshops and trainings that think this, I'm never going to be able to do this, but they, they can all do it. Everyone can. It's just about showing them how to do it and, and and it really is simple it's not rocket science at all
1: well spoken like an nice honest man i like that um do you have a uh now i know that you've already kind of answered this but i'll i'll ask it again anyway do, do you do you have a, a kind of a target audience in terms of your clientele like do, do you prefer or do you generally see more success with with one type of a problem that somebody's facing or uh, uh i guess what you know, what's your, without divulging any confidential details or anything like that, but, but, uh, what constitutes your, your clientele base, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we've got, Yeah. We've got kind of two, two types of clientele because we've got
2: people that we train that want to either go out and heal themselves or or bring our healing into their business. <clears> or we've got people that come to us because they're, they have a disease, for example. Okay. So if we're looking at the kind of clientele that come for training predominantly it's women you know women are much more open to, to, to this way of things I've, I've noticed over the last sort of 18 months there are a lot more men that are waking up and becoming more conscious and opening their heart and kind of stepping into these spiritual fields which is amazing to see because um it's important for, for, for men and women to raise their consciousness um but predominantly it is women um the, the the best healers that, that, that we've trained the kids kids are just amazing like they're so open to this stuff and they have no, no judgment and predefined ideas so they're like play-doh they're like putty they they, they know this better than we do um so yeah it's predominantly uh, women that come to the training but the, the best people are the kids um in terms of um people that come for healing like uh it's a whole mixed bag uh casey you know uh, men, women from from all over the world with a, a whole myriad of different issues, mental stuff, emotional. I mean, the mental and emotional stuff is always linked. The physical stuff and the emotional stuff stuff is always linked, and, and a lot of the time it's all linked into something kind of quantum or spiritual, anyway. So you know, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, they're all kind of interlinked in some way, shape, or form. But you know, it's a mixed bag of clients from all over the world, all different ages, all different uh, you know so-called problems.
1: Now the the heart and the brain do have uh, uh, a really strange relationship in terms of times of trauma. I mean, I, I don't think anybody can dispute that at all.
2: Certainly, I mean, I, I mean, we we always try and get everybody, you know, to, to to live from their heart. I mean, the head's a dangerous place. You know, the head will just lead you into chaos and mayhem most of the time. If you can, if you can learn to be a a centered, present heart heart-based you know human being you you create so much more space in your reality like when you're bouncing around in your head there's a 0.25 second window between stimulus and response and that's why a lot of people kind of react um in in a in a negative way but when you're living in your heart there's much more space so you see things and experience things happening and you've got space between you and the event and then most people can choose a positive response instead of a negative reaction so you know they, they, like you say there's huge difference between the heart and the mind uh
1: now i, I want to get in a uh, a quick couple of mentions here in terms of our last couple of minutes together jerry uh, I, I know that you've had some some really positive press on this uh in terms of what you're doing everything from the bbc radio to uh to gq i mean yeah this has got the attention of some some fairly big organizations
2: yeah i mean uh you know i i i never really look at it like that i i i i'm just a kid from the streets who's just been taken on this crazy wild ride and um i'm just following my heart i wake up every day and i love what i'm doing and, and and i love seeing the transformation in other people um and and our mission actually is to open up healing centers um around the world in 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 high energy locations and and last year We just bought our first bit of land in Madeira and actually um, a week tomorrow we're buying our second piece of land in Transylvania and Romania. So we're starting to to these pieces of land to build communities and healing centers. So this is our kind of long term vision. And that's all I'm really focused on. All of the press that comes. I mean, I jump all over it because it's great exposure um, and I love meeting new people and and exposing other people to our work. But I, I just I'm just following my heart, brother.
1: Uh, No, and I I, I dig it. Uh, (laughs) And I I know that you've had a couple of books that have come out, uh, a couple of which are going to be available online soon, right? Uh, You know, we can pick these off one at a time as well. There's one called Star Magic Heal the Universe, right? Yep. And uh, what what uh, what kind of material are you coming in there? Is that, uh, uh, you know, sort of an overall insight in terms of of your method of practice? I I guess what's the book about? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anybody that wants to heal um, themselves or or heal somebody else or anyone that's an existing healer. That, that wants to kind of expand their healing arsenal and and, and, and learn new new skills and and, and abilities then and that everyone should read it i mean I, I talk to people about my life story where i came from where i am today and just give them an, an a to z of, of tools and 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 they're simply explained there's diagrams and um, there's meditations in there there's just a whole heap of, of tools for everyone to add to their kind of you know, healing toolbox. Yeah, I mean, everyone should read it if if, if you want to heal yourself um, or, or anyone else.
1: Uh, and the the other one is called Into the Light.
2: Into the Light is um, a book that I wrote about my own kind of spiritual journey um, okay. from when I was a kid all the way up to about three years ago, um, just before I started Star Magic. So, uh, I mean, I've had a crazy wild life, you know, and um, you know. At, every single kind of life experience is a lesson in the book It's it's, it's, a, it's a really cool book yeah
1: uh do you, now do you have any uh upcoming seminars i also know that you you travel around as a uh, as a motivational speaker is there a- anything coming up that you want to draw people's attention to
2: you know what there's so much potentially coming up but we've had to cancel the last three or four months stuff because of the coronavirus and okay um i mean we We're traveling through China and Taiwan and um, through the summer, but that's now been canceled. Um, The next um, we're we're running loads of online events. People can check out starmagichealing.com and and see our our, our live events. Um, We do have a lot of stuff planned every single week for the rest of the year. Um, We're in America. We're in Holland. We're in England. We're in Romania. We're in um, Japan, uh, many different countries. So if the best thing to do is just to check out the website and and see what's going on.
1: Okay, great. And uh, you want to get in a quick plug for the website here? (coughs) Pardon me.
2: Yeah, the the website is starmagichealing.com. And then from there, you'll find all of our social media channels and all of our contact details. There's free meditations to download. Um, there's all sorts of online tools, so yeah, go go and get stuck in, experience the frequency. And if you've got any questions, email the team and I, and we'll be happy to to connect with you.
1: So we've been talking with Jerry Sargent from Star Magic Healing. Uh, Really compelling stuff. What can I tell you? Uh, He's articulated all of his points extremely well on the website. There's a lot of information on there. Very, very thorough and and very well put together. So, uh, Jerry, thanks a lot for your time this afternoon. If there's anything I can do to help you, then please do let me know. All right?
2: Thank you, Casey. It's been a real pleasure.
1: So that's going to about do it for me uh, For this afternoon, Jerry I'm just going to uh, ask you to hang on for a second After we uh, we wrap this up But again, uh, with a big thanks to Tracy McCormick From Lightfinder PR uh, For sending up this interview Again, we've been talking with Jerry Sargent From Star Magic Healing uh, The links will be circulated around there If you guys want to get in touch with him I'm going to be back next week at my usual time So look for uh, more great guests coming up On the coming floor And until then, I'm going to ask you all to uh, uh, Be safe and be healthy and and uh, take care of each other out there so we'll talk to you soon cut print wrap and I am done